our brother speak rising stars. I just got a will. I just got a will. I'm trying to see your bitch. I'm ripping the All right, this is Chris with Brother Speak Podcast, where we discuss black LGBT issues and topics. And today, this is my, my very first musical guest within the LGBT community. And let me tell you, for me, she's setting the world on fire down there in Texas. I can definitely show you of that. She had a love of music since the age of five. She's a native of Louisiana, moved down to Texas, and ever since then, the world's in pretty much your oyster when it comes to the hip-hop game. And on top of that, she just came off her performance with the Pink Elephant Hip Hop Festival down in Austin, Texas. Big shout out to Japan for introducing me to her. Now I'm ready to introduce my first musical guest, Gooch. How you doing, Gooch? I'm pretty good, pretty good. Let me see. Let me tell you, I mean, uh, you were just introduced to me not that long ago, again, by Japan over there, down there, and I have been uh, listening to some of your music, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm Now I'm a fan, you know? And see, <laughs> and see like, some of the ladies down there, some of the ladies down there are kind of really setting the world on fire with some of the things that they're doing, and you're just coming out hard down there. So let me, let me just make sure that this is correct. You had a love of music since the age of five. Is that correct? Uh, okay. But what would you listen to? What type of music you fell in love with originally? Uh, I mean, hip hop has always been my first love. You know, my uh, my dad actually was in the music biz. You know, he was in a, a band and everything like that. Um, he, he wasn't necessarily just present in my life for too many memories for me to actually still have. But I do believe that's where my love for music came from. Being, you know, when I was younger, you know, five, six. Growing up, being around my dad, things like that. Okay, okay. And now, how long have you actually been in the the actual hip hop games? This is 2005. Is that correct or not? Um, actually, uh, I first started dabbling in the music. I'm gonna say probably like 2009, 2010. But what behind it is, I really didn't know anything. It was like kind of like stepping into a maze. So I took my first swing at putting a project together in 2011. Okay, okay. And that was a mixtape, correct? Yeah, I put out a mixtape called Guess Who's Dedication to women with sexy tattoos. You know the one with the Hello Kitty and Betty Boo. Sophisticated type, she even got one too. Trouble load on the back, yeah, I like that too. But look, okay. now, now let me ask you this. What's the experience like doing a mixtape and putting that out there? What's, what was your initial experience doing that whole thing? Oh, man, it was... It was kind of like an eye-opener because I began to learn a lot about myself. And being as though uh, I was actually in an unfamiliar city, unfamiliar state altogether. So it was kind of like, uh, I it felt like I went through a hurricane all over again, you know? niggas got it confused. This ain't no sock high. was my last day in school until the beat drop. Take a seat, class session. For broke niggas, they just can't pay attention. Um, basically, like, you know, just finding the right, finding the right people to link with, um, like, engineers, producers, and things like that, and it's just like, you know, um, Houston is a nice place, but everybody's not that helpful, you know, right. so it's like, it's more so like, you gotta get it how you live, you know what I'm saying, so, mm. uh, all my friends, I, the, I, I get a lot of 
they see the elevation of growth within my music again that's from the quality on up like my first big tape was recorded in a closet the time is coming I must thank you for the patient wait and it don't mean you I mean the fact you made a nigga wait say what's your sign she replies in the Aquarius 10 behind the one in front but in the so, and so since then I mean ever since then well first off let me ask you when was the last when were you actually officially moved to Texas uh, moved to Texas. Well, I think that was uh, 2008, I believe. Okay. When okay. the hurricane, yeah, when hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, which is my hometown, um, probably like a, you know, August, end of August, it probably like a month after that. Uh, I, I decided to move to to Texas, where you know most people I knew were at, so I feel I feel like I was gonna be too too secluded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first off, how did you feel? Texas did it actually become your home eventually? You started to start feeling the people, start feeling the environment down there. Well, definitely. Um, I made Texas my new home. You know, um, I'm, I'm always just diehard New Orleans yeah. representative. All right. But I feel like um, I, this is a very, very big place. You know, a lot of different people. You know, you gonna have bad people wherever you go, but I can't say that. You know. The, the, the music scene out here is very, very big, so it's not something you just have to search hard for. Everywhere you go, is something involved in music going on out here. And it made me more focused and more dedicated to my career and put my best foot forward. So I just chose to stay out here, you know, still go back home and, you know, tear down and visit, but... I'm, I'm, I'm mainly going to reside out of Texas for right now. You know what? Uh, talk to me about the music industry down there in the Texas area. Is it, I mean, it's, it's almost like, from what I understand, Louisiana is also very heavy much into uh, the independent music scene, especially down in Louisiana. That's where Cash Money came from. Uh, we all know, uh, you know, where Master P came from. So from what I understand, you actually came, so coming from Louisiana and transitioning over to Texas, was it that much different or you actually found it pretty similar? Um, I mean, when I first started out in New Orleans, just being interested in trying to do music, it was kind of, I, I, I knew I'm, I'm, I'm raised from that, so it was like the love and everything was there, but it was like when it came down to running into the right people, finding the right venues and things like that to be seen, that was kind of hard because it was like, you know, jazz is real strong down there, blues is real strong down there, the culture is, you know, we're strong down there, so it was like when it came down to hip-hop, it's like, hey, where, you know, where's the scene and things like that, so it was like, you know, it was kind of like rocking for me then, but right. when I trans- transitioned over to Texas, it was like everywhere you went, it was something going on out here, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Now, I, you know, it, it, it's not hard to find the right place to be at all. You know, it's more so finding the right person who's not just out to just rob you out your money out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much when you came down, you got, you know, you, now you got your little footing. Now you got your footing in the game a little bit. Um, how long right. before you started to to really start setting the uh, the world on fire here? Because I got to tell you, I was looking, listening to some of the songs that you played. Like I said, you got a new fan now. I actually enjoy some of that music. Who would you say uh, is... Who, who would you say, number one, inspired you in this music game? Oh, man. I'm, I've always been inspired by the old heads. Nas, Tupac. The old heads that, still, that kept hip-hop alive. Gotcha. With substance and you can actually understand what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I've always been inspired by the old heads. 
okay. Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I have a a, a couple new head fans too, like J Cole. I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to get into Kendrick Lamar now. Sometimes he's a little too deep for me. But other than that, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm rocking with him. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And you look, you're right about that. J Cole, a few other people. Let me, yeah, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> right. So now, when it comes to again, the first mixtape, fine, it was done in the closet. Now you kind of slowly transition to say, you know what? Let me do an album. That was your first album was was transition. That correct? Correct. Uh, and you did that in 2015. Correct. Now, what was the growth like between 2011 for your first big tape down to 2015? Oh man, like from that from that gap right there alone, it was like life for me. You know what I'm saying? I went through so much. I went through being homeless. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, 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 I went through betrayal from friends, uh, family issues. I went through a lot at that time. And that's why I decided to title my first album Transition because not only, you know, was I still adjusting to being in Texas, but I was adjusting to life all, all within itself. So it was like, uh, you know, I have people today that still, you know, hold on to Transition. It's like that's the best album I put out because it was like me converting over, I, I would say from... Uh, girlhood to womanhood understanding that hey life's not spent you know what I'm saying right right were you considered right. more sort of finding yourself musically as well as personally or it was what if a mixture of both or maybe it was one, one or the other definitely like a, it's like a mixture of both it was like I was I was at war with life and life was winning you know what I'm saying right right until I, I decided to really fight back and I fight back with my hand but fight back with my mind Gotcha, gotcha. First things first, I don't really trust you niggas. Too many snitches amongst you niggas. Never got along with your kind. Dick ride for free, no jar ride. I had to get in and out the mud. Where were you at? Right, so, number one, how was that album received in transition? How was it received? Uh, it started off kind of slow, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, me not being from out here, it's just, it's kind of like a certain bracket they really know of me. But... As I started to hit every scene, performing and any anything going on, I'm being you know I'm being seen. I'm really just like coming in the game, like stepping on next, like hey, I won't be denied this go round. It started to it started to pick up a couple months after being released. Gotcha. And okay. Okay. It, it, it's still it's still love to this day, you know. Um, I, I actually went for the you know I, I went out on a limb and put it out on iTunes, the Google Play, and things like that, and. Once that, that time limit was up, when it was time to, like, re-register everything, I noticed, you know, I looked at my numbers and everything, and the numbers was good to say it was my first album that, that basically was totally, I'm the only, I'm, I'm solely backing up everything myself, and I'm like, I had a lot of fans, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, I want to get it, but, you know, time power was good, whatever, things like that, so I went ahead and just put it on SoundCloud for free, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. And, and it's still, it's still doing good, so, I feel like that was, that was most step stone. Up into the game, like hey, I'm here. Pay me. Shooters don't stand by. Walk up and dump on them, never do drive-bys. Keep that heat like a sauna. Show no remorse, I hit you when your mama like, whoa. Nigga, move that door. Thank you. Okay, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. So you pretty much said, you know what? You're gonna put out another uh mixtape in 2016 to follow that up. Is that correct? Yeah, 
That's correct. Okay, so how so how's so far? I got first off. Let me just give you a compliment right now. I love your freestyles. Can't bear on that fuck shit. Real niggas doing bids that could have snitched. Free my brother street. Niggas love to act tough, knowing they're really sweet. Busting knife on bullets whenever they tweet. I love your freestyles. Actually, <laughs> to me, I kind of like okay, because you gotta understand. At least for me, you know, I think a lot of people are very picky in their independent artists. You know, when it comes to that scene. Yeah, we got you know the big artists with the big push and the big backing but when it comes to the independent market you kind of get a little picky with your artists and you want to see exactly not just are they good but are they of quality and that's where i can honestly say that you know listen to some of your music i hear quality sound you definitely hear that growth so from that transition from 2015 to the mixtape what was the purpose of you you followed up pretty soon with that mixtape what was the difference between the the first mixtape the album and the second one from a, a business perspective, I noticed that, hey, you know, I wasn't, I, I was semi-being taken serious. And then, you know, like they say, the, the independent stage, you know, and the people who been in the game doing it was like, hey, you know, I, I started to feel like it wasn't no room for me. And then, of course, you have the whole uh, sexual orientation bullcrap that people take into consideration. So I'm like, you know what? I, I, I feel like transitioning didn't hit him over the head hard enough, so let's go ahead and let's be honest. In 2000, I started it. Guess you bitches can finish me. Had a couple years to rethink all of my foolishness. Load the mic and cock it, shooting balls like a prison break. You can say I'm cocky, just don't ever say I'm okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Whether you, whether you like my appearance or not, I go hard. Okay, okay. So, so was that... So from what I'm hearing is that that was a bit of a, a hesitation, whether or not you should be considered to be an LGBT artist in comparison just to being an artist, just a normal artist, Correct. or with that distinction, Correct. was it now, who would you find that distinction more of an issue with? You found the, more of the bigger uh, venues out there, some of the managers, uh, who did you really find that more of the biggest issue with, the general public? Um, I, 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 I kind of like a mixture, like, you know, just within the industry alone, it's like, hey, you know, it's a male-dominated industry, so when you are stepping into the game as a female and you're not uh, uh, solely drawn to the whole sex sales bit, it's like, you know, they they, they look, but they, they, they don't look good enough, or they want to put you in a category or a box, and I'm like, I'm an artist, I'm not a specific type of artist, I'm not a gay artist or a straight artist, I'm an artist, and my lyrics speak, speaks for me, not... <laughs> Ooh, I'm sleeping with, you know? Right, 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 right. And that seems, okay, so basically from this point, when you follow it up with pretty much Let's Be Honest, it's pretty much like, here, it's dead in your face now, and now you can't really say too much about it. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, okay. So now, to follow this up, you came up, well, let me let me ask you another question. Now, you had a, uh, there's a current hit out right now, and uh, that's with Kel, is that correct? Kel and Temper, you were featured on this particular song, that's correct? Correct. Okay, so how first off, how'd you how'd you team up with these people? How'd you team up with them? Um, well, like with Kale, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I started to kinda like get more acquainted with Kale's and uh, music and she's getting more acquainted with my music, so she kinda like reached out to me like, Hey, I got this track in mind, you know what I'm saying? She wanna talk for it or whatever and I'm sure neither one of us really thought the the track was gonna do as well as it's actually doing. Right. So she, she told me this, she's like, I'm, I'm kind of considering temper to get on it or whatever, you know, let me know. So 
I hit her up like the next day and I'm like, hey, you know, let me know whenever you're ready to hop in the studio. My birthday's ready about like 30 minutes after you got up the phone with me or whatever. <laughs> so when we hopped in the studio, we went over and I actually got to get the feeling. I'm like, hey, man, I think this is going to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know her whole, you know, like communication with Pimpon and the things like that, how that really went. But uh, uh, of course, since we did collab on the track, I, I was able to actually meet Temple when she came down for the super visual for that. And I just feel like that track alone did a lot for me. You know, I got to meet two, you know, two cool people that are just as serious in the game as I am. And we're all from different cultures, so we kind of like bobbed off of each other. And I, I think that's why that, that track is as dope as it is. It's, it's dealing with three different individuals from three different places of the world. You know, I'm yeah. just new to Texas. I'm not from here, so I feel like you got some salt from, from each, you know, each, each area of the globe. <laughs> You want it, you want it, you need it. You got explicit taste, I call a feature. Know where all my lessons that be a secret. Low key, that why you're my secret. I'ma have to lay it down and act a fool. Cause you nigga here a clown, real friendly dude. Never take you out, so let me take you on the trip. Gotcha. You know, and let me tell you, I see that you being featured in several songs. You've been featured yeah. in several songs throughout, and so you're definitely getting the word out. Which is actually, of course, in this music game, you got to keep hustling, as we all know. Now, you currently have your current album, 700. You just released that when? Uh, yes, I released that uh, March 2nd on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, let me ask you this. Uh, how is that now? Because now you're from 2011, 2015, 2016, now, now to jumping over to 2017. How does that feel and how does the people are now receiving you down there in Texas? Oh man, the love is crazy, and it's not even just within Texas. I'm ex I'm getting love from all over. Okay. When um I decided to do like a little pre a pre order of the album before I released it on iTunes, the Google Play, or the online stores, and I put out a CD. I said, you know what? I'm gonna test the real love to the people that's really behind me. So I put out a CD that has a total of 16 tracks, which are covers as well as a you know original album song now on online you don't get all of those songs so i'm like well let me see who, who's really waiting for a 700 and like i had orders from michigan um florida cali like i had orders from all over me dropping 17 was like an eye open like hey you might think you know you're you're not crossing over and, and moving state to state because you're by yourself but you actually are Ah, okay, okay. Don't, you know, don't give up, just go harder. So it's like, I, I'm, to be honest, I, I I sold 95 copies in a week. Wow, okay, okay. So people really feeling it. I love that, I love that. So the album's been pretty much been slowly but surely kind of creeping up there, kind of creeping up there for, now for an independent artist, you know, those numbers are truly important. Those, those numbers are truly important because a lot of people really don't understand what it is to be an independent artist. Now, in one of your songs, to kind of touch on this a little bit, you did mention, when it, I believe you, you actually mentioned on one of the track, Let's Be Honest, you kind of talked a little bit about being an independent artist in comparison to being with a major label. What is your feeling of that? Is being on a major label still something you would like to do or not? Um, in all honesty, I'm... I, you, you, you get to hear say about 
labels and different things like that, what will happen, signing with the label, what won't happen, and things like that. And I'm not currently in that position to specifically state facts or based off experience, but I can say doing things independently, it is it, it is a benefit when it comes down to money. It's definitely a benefit. But it's also, you know, when you're coming out of pocket 100% for everything, it's like, you know, it's kind of like an even out. Now, I, when it comes down to labels, I, I'm not just saying I'm just so eager to just sign with a label or something like that, but I would like the right backing, but I also, I, I want 100% to be over creativity, who I am as an artist. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to try to change me. You know, a little help could definitely. I'd be grateful for a little help here and there. But I've, I've noticed a lot of people once they get attached to record labels, music is music starts to be put on hold. You start to see a whole new person gradually turn into someone that was a respectable artist, and now they're doing things that that doesn't necessarily fit me. That characteristics is like it seems like it changes you. Gotcha. And, that, and that's what I feel. Gotcha, gotcha. So pretty much right now you pretty much you approach with caution when it comes to big labels, is that correct? Definitely very cautious. Okay. <laughs> now I gotta say I was surprised to see that you also featured a future on one of your songs, is that correct? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, how was it working with future? I mean, how'd you guys hook up with that? Well, um, at that particular time, I was under like a um, pre-trial management because uh, I'm kind of I'm in the market of looking for a manager, and uh, this guy reached out to me in regards to the track, and I kind of like, you know, hey, this is going, you know, up into a new step, so let me go ahead and involve my manager with this, and they they pretty much kind of like set that up and everything. Okay. Um, it didn't turn out how I wanted it to turn out because it was a lot more promise within a deal that didn't necessarily break through. But um, all I can say is I ended up getting a, a dope track out the deal that my fans really related to. Nice. And it, it also showed me that no matter whether a mainstream artist I'm featured with them or not, it's like, hey, they're, 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 they're rocking with the jam alone, you know? So that kind of like, so it was a it was a good thing for me, even though everything that turned out how I was supposed to. But uh, I know I didn't personally, you know, be future more like a you know business deal. Hey, he sent his over, I sent mine over. Go ahead and join it together, type thing. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so when it come down to when it come down to the the song itself, that's pretty much on your mixtape. But let's be honest, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and again, I'm looking at. I mean, I kept going back to your your mixtapes because also because again, I want fans to be aware of exactly the good music that you're putting out there because I actually found respect on my name to be pretty <laughs> to be a pretty a pretty good one too. You know, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even uh, deny that. I thought it was actually a, a nice little. I kind of looked at some of the numbers on SoundCloud and actually it does like the numbers jumped up when it came down to respect on my name. Was that a fun track to do? to me that was necessary at the time because of course with elevation come haters you know yeah. and a lot of people that I was around 
you know, doing music, we're learning things from and things like that. It's like once I elevated and they seen the progression in my career, they, they didn't like it, you know? And instead of, you know, giving me my props, hey, she working hard, she deserves to, to move up to where she's moving up, it's like the disrespect, you know, started to come with my name. And it was like, hey, put respect on my name, let's not forget, you know, what I did to, to get where I'm at. I earned exactly, it, and I'm not exactly. going to let anybody little. Well, let me ask you this. What, how would you describe your style of music? How would you describe it? Uh, I, I, I've had one lady tell me that, uh, actually, by the name of Lisa Murphy, she said, see me perform, and she said, you just seem so angry. And her significant other, Malcolm, actually said, he's like, no, nah, she's not angry, she's passionate. I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I would consider my... My style mainly to be that that poor black child that have a story to tell that that I'm, I'm aggressive on the mic, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. You're passionate, and aggressive. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm solely hip hop, you know. I, I I'm not too much into the whole fiction rapping, you know. I, I I've been through too much in life to just swap over to that. But at the same time, I'm I'm. I'm very, I'm universal with it. You know, I can do a little bit of everything. I love, I love rock. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. love pop. Gotcha. But my my sole focus is 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 uh, aggressive hip hop. Gotcha. Aggressive hip hop. You are gonna feel what I'm saying and know that it's real what I'm saying. No, you know, I asked um, Japan this question uh, when he was on the podcast back in uh, Japan. Again, another shout out to Japan. Uh, when it comes to making it in the industry. And I asked him, I said, you know, is it easier for the guys or easier for the females within the LGBT community to really make it? You know, because now we're seeing songs like, ooh, and then, you know, all these other, other, other songs coming out. Do you feel it's easier for a female artist within the LGBT community to go a little bit more, have a little bit more success versus a male? To be honest, I mean, I feel like we both 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 sides have it hard. But I do feel like females will probably have a, a better chance because it's like you know, people always want to focus on what's not their business, which is the relationship of another person, and you have more negative vibes towards a male than a female. You know, they don't take females serious anyway. You know gotcha, what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I do feel like males have it a whole lot harder with them being themselves and you know speaking about what they feel they want to speak about within their music the the, the world actually gravitated to to that but we both we both have it hard you know the jokes the the, the slander the, the disrespect you know but at the end of the day i i, I do kind of feel like men have it way hard but i break it to on your knees no sudden moving that's the new the oozy busting everywhere it's how next the bitch do let me ask you this when it comes to the competition that's out there you know like you got I mean don't get me wrong you got Nicki Minaj but I don't think Nicki Minaj is the same exact style as you to actually uh, put out there so who would you compare yourself to and do you feel that you are better than some of the competition that's out there um I don't I don't I wouldn't compare myself to anyone I do feel like you know uh, Young B has a strong you know hip hop uh, aggression vibe 
but uh, I don't compare myself to anyone. Uh, Nicki Minaj, I, I really feel like she just sold it just full pop. Gotcha. Now, you know, I don't, I don't feel like the whole, you know, culture hip hop is in her. You know, if it's so, I'm still waiting for it to come about. I love her to death. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But yeah. I, I do, I do feel like I'm, I'm rocking with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? If it comes down to the to a point where I have to prove if I'm better than them, hey, I'm ready for it. Gotcha. But uh, I, 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 I rather just go on the record just saying, you know what I'm saying, I got respect for them, and I just hope they don't ever just try to, you know, test my skills, because then they will find out. <laughs> just found the real deal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what tracks on 700 did you say, you know what, people going to love this. What particular track did you personally that you love on 700? Of course. Wow. Particular tracks on the album? A lot of niggas. Only a greedy nigga fight the endless feet. No, watch your ears. Put put the nigga hurt you bleed quick on your knees, praying for your weakness. Don't want it to murk nothing. You gon' need a t-shirt and hurts for. Carry my chicks to the dirt for y'all to sneak this and feel this hurt for. Like a lot of you niggas. A lot of you niggas. Big, big, big at the jury. You rockin' me. Why would I lie to you? Why would I lie? Why would I lie? I got a lot of people that. 
really, really, really uh, siding with that track, you know, because what I speak about is kind of like the, the trail, you know. You, you got a lot of people that come around, they want to side with you, they want to be down with you, but they're not really down for the come up or they're around just to bring you down. And it's like I, I ran into a lot of them, you know. Uh, I started off with some best friends that, that, that's not even associates to me now. Gotcha. And it's like, you know, in this world, you you gonna always run into a lot of niggas. And it, me saying that word, because I'm trying to, you know, adjust my vocabulary, me saying that word is exactly what I mean, the, the full definition of the word nigga, a machine. It's something that is a man program. And right. I feel like, you know, I ran into a lot of people that just stuck in, in that, that, that mind frame to what this is what we're we supposed to do to our kind. We're not supposed to let them rise. We're not supposed to let them progress in life and, and, and do something. So that's that's what I mean by a lot of niggas. Some people just think it's just a figure of speech, but I'm, that word, I'm using it in the context it's supposed to be used in, what the real definition of a nigga is. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, let me tell you, I just want to make sure that the world understands that there's a lot of hot talent out there right now and I got I definitely put you in that line because it, like I said when it comes to independent artists you want to make sure that the artist is ready that they're ready to actually put themselves out that they're ready to get out quality music and Gooch I tell you, you to me personally you have what it takes to really put it out there and to push the LGBT community out there a little bit further to show people that we got a lot to showcase a lot of talent to showcase not just Frank Ocean but we got a lot of hip hop uh, hip hip hop respect to actually put out there so I thank you for number one to actually come on uh, doing an interview with the Brothers Speed Podcast and I definitely want to put some of your music your music will be playing in the background so people can be able to listen to your tracks and I'll be also putting a link any place that they that you want people to find your music that where any particular website anything that they can go to most definitely um I definitely want everybody to check out my new album, 700, that just uh, plays a lot more about me and showing my elevation. Uh, that's available on all online stores. Um, you can they can also check out my SoundCloud. I have some additional little tracks on there as well that's not, on, uh, that's not online for 700. And 700 is, is, is not just all letters. It's the letter 700-H-U-N-N-I-T. So again, Gooch, I thank you so much for your time. And like I said, you know, I would love to have you back on again. I want to find out the results and want to find out your next LP, next next song you want to drop, and let me know so I can be able to put you on the podcast and, and let people get the word out. Is that cool? Most definitely. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored for this interview to let me, you know, get out there. And let me tell you, listen, I'm honored too to have you on the show. You are my very first uh, LGBT musical artist that I'm actually interviewing. And hopefully this get a nice little spin from DJ Baker. Shout out to DJ Baker from the Top 40 Weekly. Uh, so we can put this on the... Uh, normally he actually puts uh, one of the some of the podcasts on the uh, the Top 42. So hopefully we'll be able to listen to you there, okay? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. All right. Thank you so much. Got to take a moment to give a big shout out to DJ Baker with the weekly top 40. There's the first LGBT urban countdown from artists from around the world. Tune in every single Saturday live from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. exclusively on alldigitalradio.com. 